Over the past five years, a Canadian telecommunications company has established themselves as a major player in global ag tech. TELUS Agriculture has acquired a number of ag tech companies, including Feedlot Health Services. A group of individuals who are very focused on beef production. So we just saw a path forward that we were pretty excited about. So when a telecom company knocks on the door and wants to learn more about us, that was a little confusing for a while. That's Ty Parrott, General Manager of Services and Pharmaceutical Supply at what is now Feedlot Health by TELUS Agriculture and Consumer Goods. They're one piece of TELUS's overall strategy to optimize the food value chain through connected data from farm to fork. If we collect data up and down the value chain in crop agriculture, in our case in animal agriculture, specifically beef cattle, how can we create a system by which that data can get shared? And then how do we unlock value that currently is difficult to unlock because we have data in various silos. It's an ambitious vision, but TELUS likely has both the resources and the patience to see it come to fruition. If someone's going to get it done, it's going to be a company like TELUS, which understands data and you know has the wherewithal from a capital point of view to tackle a significant project. Ty Parrott of Feedlot Health by TELUS Agriculture joins me on today's Future of Agriculture podcast. Hello, fellow Agner. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Future of Agriculture. My name is Tim Hamrich, and every week you and I get to hear from the founders, farmers, innovators, and investors, the people shaping the future of the ag industry. And before we dive into today's episode, I want to take just a moment to thank our quarterly presenting sponsor, which this quarter is Calgary Economic Development. Now, what makes Calgary, Alberta the engine of Canada's agriculture industry? With direct access to a strong agricultural base, Calgary is a well-connected region with collaboration across geographic areas, industries, and research and training institutions. Calgary has experts in all things ag, including primary production, crop science, protein development, ag and food tech innovation, and animal health, which we're going to talk about specifically here today. It's also a hub for controlled environment agriculture, energy transition opportunities, and value-added food and beverage processing. Calgary is a hotspot for agri-food production and technology development, which is why multinational agribusiness leaders call the city home. In Calgary, they're leading the agribusiness revolution, and you are welcome to join. Visit calgaryagbusiness.com to learn more. That's calgaryagbusiness.com. And thank you so much to Calgary for supporting the Future of Agriculture podcast. And thank you as well for providing today's guest. Uh, On today's show is Ty Parrott of Feedlot Health by TELUS Agriculture and Consumer Goods. Ty and I have a great conversation about what Feedlot Health is doing, both before and after after the acquisition by TELUS. We'll learn a little bit more about TELUS's overall approach to ag data, and we'll get some of Ty's thoughts on data, artificial intelligence, and the future of ag tech. This is a bit of a shorter episode today because originally it was intended to be recorded for a five to seven minute spotlight segment at the end of one of the episodes. Uh, But when it came down to it, I just thought it would be worthwhile to share the whole thing. So I hope you enjoy Dr. Ty Parrott is a veterinarian by training who joined Feedlot Health in 2004. He currently manages the administrative and consultant teams. I'm going to drop into the conversation here where Ty is giving some more context on the company, its history, and how it became a part of TELUS. So the company started in 1983. Our founder, Dr. Key Jim, 
graduated from vet school with a, at that time was a new concept of focusing his services with feedlot operations here in this part of the world around Okotoks, Strathmore, which is where kind of the feedlot world was beginning to grow in that time here in Western Canada. Uh, he came with a new idea of using data and using that data to help clients make better decisions relative to the health of their animals. So it's one of those stories that started in Key's basement and grew from there over time to, uh, you know, kind of what we have today, where we provide animal health and production consulting services to feedlot operations and calf grower operations all over Canada, U.S., Mexico, and other locations internationally. The company was acquired by TELUS Agriculture in November of 2020. And um, from the beginnings in 1983 to now, or till we joined TELUS Agriculture, it went from a one-person shop to where we have um, approximately 50 consultants, which would be veterinarians or PhD animal scientists, and a number of other people that allow us to service our clients every day. So we have about 108 uh, full-time equivalents as part of our team. Wow, that's really cool. And I don't know if, if it's easy to summarize, but how are things different today than they were you know, maybe three or four years ago before TELUS? Yeah, no, that's an excellent question. If I had to summarize, I would say in many ways, not much is different. And what I mean by that is we've been focused on still providing the same level of service and type of service to our clients. Uh, and working with TELUS Agriculture, we've been able to continue to do that. So very pleased there hasn't been any disruptions or distractions from what we do every day. And then, you know, as we go forward and, you know, what's happening now is just opportunities to, with TELUS Agriculture to expand, you know, our total suite of data collection and data execution tools, or I should say, I guess, data collection and execution tools, software that we have that just as a whole nother scale compared to what we were doing as, you know, private business owners. So that and scope, scale, opportunities to grow this business uh, beyond where we were already looking. And for those of us who are not from Canada, can you maybe give a little context on who TELUS is? And then it sure seems like they've really put a, a concerted effort into building their ag division or divisions, if you will, the last several years. So kind of what, what prompted that? Yeah. So in Canada, most people know who TELUS is because they're a large telecom company here in Canada. So, you know, everything you might think of from a telecom point of view and all the services associated with that, there's kind of been a few steps there. And I may not get the years exactly right, but I somewhere around 2012, I think, TELUS saw an opportunity to bring a service to the medical community by digitizing medical records for people. And so build a platform and have done that. In the course of that, they recognize there's an opportunity to digitize records and create value up and down the chain in agriculture. So they uh, began to acquire some of their first agricultural-based companies in, I believe it was 2019. And as you noted, they're on a path of, of growth and, and building a, an agriculture and consumer goods company of consequence. And uh, we were fortunate to, to be approached by TELUS Agriculture. And as I said before, joined the team in November of 2020 and now comprise what's now known as the Animal Health Business Unit, 
within TELUS Agriculture and Consumer Goods. Um, so yes, a departure from telecom. TELUS's overall vision is that uh, there's opportunities out there to bring real value to the world that are beyond maybe what a traditional telecom company would typically do. And uh, TELUS Agriculture is is one of those endeavors. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. And, and specifically in the animal health side of things, uh, what does that look like? You explain it from a high level, you know, in terms of data collection, but could you give us maybe more practical sense of, of what you're doing? You bet. And maybe I'll just, uh, I'll just step back one point that I didn't describe. So currently, TELUS Agriculture and Consumer Goods is made up of three business units. So I mentioned animal health, which is where we're at. There's a agriculture division, which is, uh, you know, related to crop inputs and um, data around crop agriculture. And then there's consumer goods. And so, hence the company name is TELUS Agriculture and Consumer Goods. To your question, Tim, the animal health division or what we do every day is uh, we're a group of veterinarians and PhD animal scientists that provide a consulting service to beef feedlot operations or what we call calf grower operations, which are a component of the industry where the male animals from the dairy industry enter the beef production chain. So we work for kind of both components there. Our focus in working with our clients is to collect data. We have some proprietary data collection tools, use that data to help them make decisions kind of on a daily basis as far as how they're managing the health and production of those animals. And then we also are very focused on, we built a a model to do large scale research in commercial settings. And that's actually the engine that drives our ability to bring value to our clients by testing in a commercial setting opportunities for improvement, whether that be for, you know, animal health treatment protocols, whether that might be feeding strategies, anything along the spectrum when it comes to animal health and production. And we use those those studies to inform us as to what we're going to do next as far as protocol improvement or strategy improvement. Hopefully that was helpful. Yeah, no, that is helpful. And and as you were growing the company, were you surprised when it became apparent that that it was actually going to be a telecom company that was that was going to purchase? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I um, I would agree with that. We didn't really have any idea that uh, that would be something that could happen. We were very happy with the way our business was going, how it was growing. Our team members were very fortunate to have a a group of individuals who are very focused on on beef production and bringing value to clients and. Uh, you know, really fortunate to have a group of people like that. And so we just saw a path forward that we were pretty excited about. So when a telecom company knocks on the door and wants to learn more about us, that was a little confusing for a while. I bet. Um, and, and let's maybe shift gears just a little bit, look at the future here. Uh, obviously, it was a good arrangement for you, and you're still able to kind of continue to carry out this mission that it sounds like you, you started with from day one um, and help those same types of producers. Where do you see more opportunities, you know, in your purview for producers to utilize data to uh, to unlock more value? Yeah, I think there's a, uh, a few buckets there. One is what we've been doing for 40 years now. I haven't been, but I joined the company in 2004. But from when Key started the company in 83, the approach is the same relative to 
utilizing data to make decisions. So that's a pretty broad term, but we still are very focused on that from a day-to-day ongoing point of view. The next bucket I would look at is what's the future bring as far as, I'm going to call them technologies, whether that's data collection technologies, whether that's technologies we might employ in a commercial setting to either measure or identify opportunities to intervene from a mental health perspective or a uh, other production perspective. There's just lots of interesting stuff coming there. And I think it's going to be thrilling to see which one of these new technologies that's coming can we actually apply in a commercial setting and what's the value it brings to a commercial feedlot operator. And then the third bucket would be If you just kind of looked at a high level and and tell us agriculture consumer goods thesis is if we collect data up and down the value chain, you know, and and you can talk about whether that's in in crop agriculture, in our case, in animal agriculture, specifically beef cattle production. If we have data collected up and down that chain, how can we create a system by which that data can get shared among the participants in in a way that everybody's comfortable with? And then how do we unlock value that currently is difficult to unlock because we have data in various silos? And that's the, I guess, maybe the third bucket. And that's a, that's a huge task. You don't do that overnight. But uh, if someone's going to get it done, it's going to be a company like, like TELUS, which understands data, which understands technology, and you know, has the wherewithal from a capital point of view to tackle a, a significant project. Right, right. Well, uh, let me ask you a question that uh, has in the last six months become a standard question <laughs> that I, I tend to ask everybody, uh, which is, you know, how do, how do these recent advancements in artificial intelligence impact things? And it would seem to me that TELUS would be well positioned based on, you know, access to data when it comes to artificial intelligence. How, how do you see that playing out? Yeah, good point, Tim. And it's a, it's a topic that continues to come up. The short answer is, I think, TELUS Agriculture Consumer Goods is well positioned, partly because of where it's nested in as part of what TELUS is doing overall and the capabilities that TELUS has. And now be able to, to match that or connect that with companies and individuals who have domain expertise in whatever area of agriculture we might be talking about. So at a high level, that makes perfect sense. I think we're at least in the animal health business and in beef production, we're still in the early stages of figuring out how does that technology actually apply? I mean, certainly the data is there and you can use AI to, to uh, explore some opportunities, but then what does that mean commercially? And so far we haven't bridged that gap, but that's one of the things that, uh, that certainly can be done over time. And you have to, you have to meld that with some the domain expertise of those that are in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, so I think everybody's asking these questions about, yeah, what does it mean commercially? I think that's a, that's a really succinct way of putting it. It's like, okay, we see the coolness factor. Like we see the interesting things that are being done, but what is it, what does it mean commercially? Yeah. Um, when you figure that out, we'll have to have you back on the show to, to tell us all about it. <laughs> I would, I would love to, I'll, I'll, I'm sure there's, there certainly are much smarter people than I working on it and, and it will get figured out. That'll be a remarkable day. And, and I'm confident it'll happen. We learn more every day and, and applying that knowledge to figure out what to do next is, that's what makes it interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Well, the, the show is called, you know, Future of Agriculture. So as you think about the future, 
you know, what do you think, you know, a decade from now will be most striking as far as how agriculture looks different? Well, if I knew that, Tim, I'd I'd have lots of opportunities in life. But uh, no, it's a, it's a very good question. So my personal thoughts on it are that there's a few things that we're going to have to solve. And I think that's going to make the future look differently. One of those is trying to figure out how we're going to use technology, I use that in a broad sense, to facilitate procedures that need to happen at commercial feedlots. Finding individuals uh, who have the interest and expertise to work in agriculture are more and more difficult. And um, finding those individuals and attracting them to rural parts of Canada or North America is increasingly difficult. So I think we're going to find technologies or tools that will allow us to identify sick animals, maybe in a, in a more efficient manner, or identify sick animals in a process that results in better outcomes than we're doing today. I think we're also going to see technologies that uh, allow us to focus increasingly on bringing more value to the end user as far as you know, consumers of, of our products as we connect data up and down the chain, like I talked before, so that people understand where their food's coming from, the value that they get from that, and increase the comfort level that uh, individuals have in animal agriculture. As you know, we have family farms, family operations that uh, are very invested in, in what they do and, and very invested in making sure the consumer gets what they need. So, you know, that's a pretty broad sweeping statement, but I think I think what's going to look different in, say, 10 years from now is uh, just the employment of various technologies, data collection tools that change the way that feedlots operate every day. Yeah. And, and do, you, do you think we'll see more companies from outside of the industry look to find a way in similar to have, how TELUS has? Uh, or do you think that'll remain pretty unique to companies like TELUS? I think there will be. I mean, we see that now. We see various companies with interest in animal agriculture, agriculture in general, and certainly in ag tech. Uh, so I think that'll continue. I think that may even ramp up as the technologies become proven in commercial situations or companies are looking to prove them in commercial situations. Yeah, I think that'll continue and that'll ramp up. And, you know, I have a, a personal opinion there that I think that's all good. I think that's excellent for agriculture. When we have, you know, significant players in the business world like TELUS who are interested in furthering the agricultural mission here in Canada and US and worldwide. I think that only bodes well to bring expertise and opportunities that are tough to access otherwise. Right. Well, um, talk a little bit about about being there close to Calgary, just the region in general, as, as far as when it comes to ag innovation, they seem to be making a pretty big push to to attract, you know, innovative people in ag tech and food tech and value added industries to the area. Uh, just talk about the location as far as what you're trying to do and, and maybe the benefits to you. Well, everything you said is correct, Tim. And, uh, and we've benefited from that being, you know, geographically close here. A few things that have been really beneficial for our business and for our clients is that, um, this is an excellent part of the world, along with some others, but this is an excellent part of the world in the you know, kind of south of Calgary and in other parts of Alberta, Western Canada, for beef production. So, you know, 
climate, proximity to feed grains and uh, proximity to markets really makes this an excellent place. So that's great. The other thing that being close to Calgary does is it provides a pool of individuals that you might not be able to attract otherwise to come work in agriculture. You can be part of a, a significant agricultural enterprise, whether that be you know, commercial feedlot or any agricultural enterprise, and not have to be you know, remotely rural. Not that there's anything wrong with remotely rural, but it doesn't appeal to everybody. And so I know in our business, we've been fortunate to, to have individuals that, that want to be part of agriculture, that want to you know, work for a company like ours, and yet are still able to either be very close to Calgary or even live in Calgary and commute to our office, which is you know, 15 minutes south of Calgary. So there's some real benefits there. I guess the, the environment that you described, that innovation, opportunities in ag tech, and a focus on providing a forum by which individuals or companies that want to improve what's happening in agriculture have a place to go. And, uh, you know, from our perspective, it's worked really well. You know, I'm highly biased, but it's a great part of the world to live in. Outside of what we do professionally or for work, it's, there's lots of, lots of great places to visit and to go and be close to the mountains. And those are all positives when you're trying to attract people to come join your company. Right. Well, that's a great place to end it unless you had anything else you want to add. Uh, no, I appreciate the, the invitation, and uh, it's been great visiting with you, Tim. I appreciate it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode, uh, short and sweet, but I really do appreciate Dr. Ty Parrott for being on the show. Uh, thank you to TELUS, and thank you to Calgary for making this episode happen. Uh, maybe you like the short format here. I don't know. I, I guess I've never asked you know this is a short probably 22 minute episode or so would you rather have more of these if so let me know drop me a line tim at aggrad.com uh find me on twitter at tim hamrich or linkedin can also work as well thanks so much for your time and your attention i don't take it lightly i'll be back next week with another story of ag innovation <music>